feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. We just weren't good enough both sides of the game today. We've worked extremely hard as a group to find an identity. For large parts of that game, it just wasn't there. If you look at the reflection of the game, I think you've got to give credit to them and their manager. They deserved more out of the game than us. Scored two good goals, should have had a lot more. We always looked like we were pushing for a third. It's a great win. Got a little bit anxious towards the end, which is understandable. A very good win and a very good performance overall. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 Let's go! Well, Rangers had their toughest day of the season at the weekend just yesterday at Hamilton. Who would have believed it? Barry Ferguson won one. Yeah, it was a surprising performance uh, by Rangers. I think it caught a lot of people um, on the back foot. But all credit to Hamilton. I thought Hamilton um, were excellent and uh, they took the game to Rangers and I think Rangers were lucky to come away with a point, if I'm being honest. And Cy Ferry, Cy, um, the goalkeeper, Alan McGregor, proved his worth, didn't he? Yeah, again. Yet again, as Barry said at the start of the season, I think he gets you 11 points a season. Uh, definitely, definitely earned his crust. A um, couple of great saves. Yeah, I agree with Fergie, Rangers poor. But a lot of that down at Hamilton, how they pressed the ball. You know, I thought when they lost that, the two goals against Ross County in the last 10 minutes, that their confidence could have went. And fair play to Brian Rice, because he was very brave and going two up front, 3-5-2, match Rangers man for man. And Hamilton, two a man, were excellent um, and probably should have won the game. But yet again, Rangers get through it and, and don't lose, which is important, Paul. Is that the playbook for other managers? What do you think? Give us a call, Rangers fans. Are they slipping up? Are Celtic fans now got some hope? Just 21 points in it, two games in hand. Celtic fans, what do you reckon? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And maybe, Barry, that's why you've refused to say the title is Rangers until mathematically it's impossible. We'll come to that in a second or two. Celtic, meantime, a 2-1 victory against Motherwell. They're getting ready now for Paisley on Wednesday night. St Mirren against Celtic. The games keep on coming. Livy, Lost at the weekend. Can't remember when we last said that. Livy up against Hamilton and Kilmarnock against Motherwell. Kelly with the new manager. You've said it for two weeks. It should be Tommy Wright and it is. Yep, I think it's a, a wise decision uh, by the Kilmarnock board. Um, if you look back when, when Tommy Wright was at St Johnson, one thing about his St Johnson teams, they're always really well organised. So I think it's a real good choice uh, because Marnock, I think you'll see the difference um, in them uh, come the, the weekend. Other headlines at the weekend, so Aberdeen losing at Hebs, a lot of chat about what's going to happen. Good win for Hebs though, cementing their position in third spot. Livingston losing, as we said, at home to St Johnson. What's going to happen in the cup final when the two meet in two weeks' time? Ross County nil, Dundee United too. Lauren Shanklin joined us after the game and a big win then for Dundee United and St Mirren 2-0 against Killy. Great to get Lauren Shanklin, he phoned you just after after the match and that was really good to hear the striker no it was it was brilliant he's a top man Lawrence I think he's been on here a couple of times I like players that want to come out and, and talk Paul you know there's too many that we didn't get to hear from their opinions on the game uh, and, he, and he was quite critical of both himself and the team this year which I loved as well very honest um, and he actually said that the goal was was it was a great goal it was brilliant Fergie did you see it? The counter-attack corner, yep, wasn't it? It was his, it's his movement. Yeah. Goes for the back post to the front post. That's something that all young strikers should watch. And that's what created the goal. And 
as I said when we spoke to him um, after his game on Saturday that's one thing he's probably critical on himself he's not scored enough but it comes down to the service but he certainly got the service on Saturday I think as well I, I'm not saying I've told you so but Paul I thought Paul was, was, was really good you know a midfielder for Dundee that creates guys like Shanklin they need somebody like that in the team you know he's not one of these guys Shanklin is going to pick the bottom and beat three guys he, need, he needs chances Fergie and I think Paul is a midfielder that will put Chances on a plate. Yeah, I've been surprised that Paulitz not played as much as he has this yeah. season. As, as you said, he is one that's going to uh, create opportunities. And and listen, he came into the the, the team on Saturday, and it was proven right. Where the manager made the right decision, and they got that vital three points on the menu tonight. Then we'll hear from Stephen Gerrard. We'll hear from Alan McGregor showing his worth as the top keeper in the country, probably with that performance yesterday. And it just shows you in football, you can never tell what's going to happen. It wasn't the afternoon Stephen Gerrard thought he would have a one-one draw, and then he went to watch Liverpool against Man City. He said he was looking forward to that. Mm. 4-1 Man City and Klopp saying today top four position is what they're hoping for now and people beginning to say is it time that Steven Gerrard comes back to Merseyside sooner rather than later Wow Well in terms of Klopp I, I can't believe even mm. people are, are questioning whether he, he should be Liverpool manager or not look what he's done since he's come into that club um, they're going through a sticky patch but listen when you lose big players yeah. that they have lost yeah. this season Basically their, their defence has been decimated uh, by injuries and also lost other key players throughout the season but for people to say that he's he's under pressure and he should lose his job sure. they're, they're crazy The social so media quick. moves so quickly now It's the same exactly. millennium this year yeah. Paul you know, yeah. you know you think everyone's criticising Neil Lennon but Jurgen Klopp's one of the best managers in the world and he's going through a tough time yeah. after winning the league comfortably last yeah. year so it happens in football I think Juventus are the same I think Juventus have won the league the last nine years and they're struggling this year you look at Real Madrid I seen Zidane yesterday got the, the reporter asked him should he lose his job and I think he lost the plot a bit mm-hmm. you know it's, it seems like fans now just want success every year which it doesn't happen in football there's an opposition there as I say teams are not happy now to just finish behind teams they're going spending money and they're improving coaching wise players wise so um, it happens to the best managers in the world so it can certainly happen to guys like Neil Lennon as well How are you both feeling after another four hours Saturday afternoon if you're just tuning in every Saturday afternoon now it's the sound of Saturday it's uh, the Go Football Show I was tired yeah. on the way home uh-huh. <laughs> it, it does four hours takes a lot yeah. out of you but I've got to be honest with you loved it it's, it's given us our, our fix obviously um, we have been suspended I'm sure Sai will agree it was, it's good to, to be honest with you it flies in yeah. it flies I was knackered and that's why I was a wee bit late today as well because <laughs> started cleaning Fergie's house yesterday but he also wanted us to do the back garden as well so that was me starting Sunday morning that's me just finishing well, rushing did, in here well, I did the roller for him you know the roller <laughs> really on Saturday <laughs> I see you stole yeah. my missus cardigan <laughs> you know like yes nah it's not bad oh, yeah. if, you buy, if you buy Vogue this month mate this is what they're all wearing <laughs> in Paris and Rome so. right. let's get it on the socials then I'm sure we will 0808 17 17 700 that's nothing to do with the socials socials at Go Football Show so much on the go we've also got the player of the month and the manager of the month it's the kiss of death isn't it of course it has to be the Scott Robinson and manager David Martindale but it's been an amazing run for them so there's so much to talk about this evening uh, th- let's hear from Stephen Gerrard Dan after the 1-1 draw yesterday at Hamilton of course it was the last kick of the ball that Aki's got the draw disappointed in the all round performance but I should be happy really taking a point from this game because we didn't deserve anything credit to Hamilton really got in amongst us today stopped us playing our normal game it really made it difficult for us and uh, had the best chances throughout the game so credit to Brian and his team I'm actually relieved we're going away from this game with a point relieved going away with a point yep well, listen, uh, I think every time Stephen Gerrard speaks, he speaks very honestly. Uh, and I think he summed the game up perfectly well there. Um, you've got to give every credit to Hamilton. They're struggling at the bottom of the league. And Brian uh, Rice 
his team went out and, and gave it everything. I, I thought they, they pressed Rangers really well. They stopped Rangers um, dominating the ball. And um, as I said, it was surprising. I fully expected Rangers to go there because they're in the driving seat. But sometimes you've got to take a step back and, and give the credit to Hamilton. Because uh, I thought Hamilton thoroughly de- deserved their, their point. If not, the three points. But it came down to one guy, as we spoke at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Alan McGregor, for me, again was uh, uh, totally outstanding and it just shows you his interview after the game his standards will never slip and he's letting his team teammates know that as well So I just also show you that Rangers without Ryan Jack and Steve Davis are not the same Yeah, we talk about their club missing big players I think when you've not got a Davis or a Jack in the middle of the pitch especially when Neymar Ellis there you know, I thought Rangers were it's the first one of the few times this year that I've seen Rangers play like they did last year in the second half of John everyone want to come to the ball making bad decisions. I thought Tavernier had his worst game of the season and I think he's such a big a big player for Rangers. But a big part of that again comes down to Brian Rice because he went with two wing-backs who were basically full-backs and they were there to stop Tavernier and Barisic and they've done it very well. So you're then looking, if, you, if the wide areas are shut off, you're looking for midfielders to create and when Davis isn't in there, I think the struggle, because Davis is that guy, Fergie, can get the ball at his feet and ping that pass, that, that forward pass. Yeah, I think one thing that will concern the manager is when a few players get opportunities in terms of Zungu and Nitin. Um, they never took it for me and when you take a Morelos out of the team and certainly when you take uh, Ryan Jack and, and most certainly Stephen Davis you've seen the difference when um, they two come on they, they definitely calmed the game down they, they showed um, good professionalism um, but it, it may be a slight worry to the manager when he does make the changes now as previously it didn't harm them but I thought it harmed them on in, in Sunday season good for you you want to see more for somebody like that. You're yeah. getting your chance in a team that are 21 points clear. Like, go and express yourself. Mm. I'd have rather seen Zungu go and get on the ball a lot more and make mm. more mistakes. You know, it was just to me if the ball came and we went and played, then you see the difference when Ryan Jack and, and Steve Day, they're, they're demanding the ball off people. That's what top centre midfielders do. So, like, I, I, I don't think it'll happen again, for I don't know about you, that Davis and Jack both, I don't think both of them will sit on the bench again. I think one or one has to play, don't they? Yep, definitely one's got to play. I would, I would play the both of them. If I could, but yeah. you heard his interview before the game. He, he he's wanting to try and give Stephen Davis as much rest as possible because he's probably overplayed them mm. probably over the last six to eight weeks. Um, so he thought um, yesterday was an ideal opportunity to rest both of them. But it does shows you how important the two players are to Rangers. And again, I'll go back to Morelos. Um, the manager must be so frustrated because mm. when he's not in the team as well. Rangers are a weaker team for me. Got to a Rangers fan in a second or two. Si, what's happening at Celtic, do you think, after the 2-1 win and after Rangers dropping two points yesterday, is the calculator out or is it just a case of saying what could have happened? No, I don't think Celtic will be looking at Rangers now. I don't think they'll be even paying attention to the results. They'll be concentrating on playing well for now at the end of the season and getting as many wins on the board as they can. Trying to get an 11 for now at the end of the season that can go and play every game in a style, which the HUD for me, the first 60 minutes, very much looked like a Neil Lennon team of old on the front foot direct there wasn't this slow build up passing around the back it was two or three passes the ball was wide and it was in the box the only worrying thing is after the score of the second goal they seem to go back to that old way of playing about the back and keeping the ball and I don't think a Neil Lennon team should play like that I think they should constantly keep trying to attack because I think that's how his teams are successful yep and and the thing that surprised me as well when Motherwell scored they became flustered again mm. and they, they, they went deeper and deeper where I, I'm looking Certainly at home, when you get a goal against you, you want to go and 
be in the front foot again. Uh, so that's something that will oh, worry Neil Lennon. I thought this, the first 60 minutes, they, they totally dominated the game. There's there's no doubt about that. The last half hour, once Muddle scored, Muddle could have come away with a draw. Mm. Um, so they'll be disappointed at that. I think the first half, I think they put some like 20 crosses in the box. And they started the second half like that, but then once they scored, when they scored the second, I don't know why they stopped doing it. Self-doubt. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they thought the game was over and we'll try and control the game. But as I say, I think with a Brendan Rodgers team, that's fine because you work on it at the time. Whereas if you're a Neil Lennon team, I just keep attack, attacking because we know how vulnerable at the back. So uh, for me, whether it's 4 now or 5 now, Celtic should constantly press high up the pitch and, and, and attack when they have the ball. All right, let's take uh, our first call tonight. 0808 17 17 700, the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. And Sean is on the line in Glasgow. Hi, Sean. All right, guys. Good, thanks. Right, how are Sean. you? I know, bad. Football at the weekend was shocking. I like Man City because I go down to the Man City game. So one, one team in the blue done all right, but Rangers... See, to be honest, Hamilton should have won that game. We had zero percent effort. The only guy who deserves ten is um, Alan McGregor. The rest of the team um, were very, very poor. That's the worst Rangers uh, I've seen all season. The Rangers, I thought it was um, rubbish. Well, here's what the, here's what the manager said. Well, the only reason we, we we took the lead was because of our goalkeeper. He was the busiest out the two again. Griggs has had probably one of his busiest days of the season. So he actually kept us in, and then you score a goal, and, and you you know you think, oh, we've got away with one here, we could be lucky. But uh, credit to Hamilton at the end, they got something out the game, and they deserved more out the game. Uh, maybe I left too much quality and personality on the side because um, we looked an awful lot better when the subs come on. You know, I look at myself as well. But listen, we've been absolutely fantastic, amazing. I can't find the words to describe how well we've done in terms of the league so far this season. Today, we just weren't at the races. I think he's agreeing with Sean and what you've said, Barry. Yeah, yeah 100%. That's why I was so surprised with the performance yesterday. Mm. Um, as I said, they're in the driving seat and the, the most of the season, if not all the season, they have been in unbelievable form. Um, they've deserved to be where they are um, but when you're coming towards the end of the season when there's games to be won they're the ones that you want to you want to go and, and hammer three or four goals and that's the thing that will frustrate them um, and you, you heard that I thought the interview with Alan McGregor was refreshing again it comes out that's the type of mindset you need when you play at Rangers yeah, he's not accepting standards that below a, a certain level um, and they certainly did they certainly did yesterday um, but listen they've got another week to go and prepare um, and yep. they've got Kilmarnock coming to Ibrooks next uh, next uh, Saturday so I'm more than positive that the manager will get a reaction and I'm more than positive that the big players that were left out will come back into that starting 11 Here is the goalkeeper Alan McGregor For most of the game we were very very poor first I've seen us a good bit of play for our goal but apart from that not a lot you can take for that didn't look like we wanted to win again. Uh, the Hamilton looked more a threat than us, uh, which is really disappointing. All credit to them, though, but we were just so poor today. Yeah, we've spoken about it here on before, and it doesn't matter how good the player or how good you are as a team. If you're not on it in the SPL, teams will give you a game. Mm-hmm. Because I've said it before, the SPL's got better in terms of coaching and players wise. And Rangers weren't at it. And for the first time, they were slack. You know, you think of Golden for me, who's not made many mistakes this year, but the first half, he's passing. You know, he's bouncing balls into Lander on the 18-yard box. That's not been him this year. Even to Werner, I thought his, his choice of pass was poor. Um, and, and for the goal, you know, you, you look at the goal, you, you've got away with a 1-0, you've not played well. The ball goes out to the left wing-back and again, and Tavernier jogs it to him. And if he sprints it, he stops that ball on the side and the ball doesn't go in the box that Steve Davis has to chase. So it's the basics that you need to do. That's what they've done so well this year. You know, they've defended really well. They've been for a great shape as a team. They've gotten people's faces. 
But if you didn't do that, there's a chance that you will slip up in the SPL. So it's a wee warning to Rangers and like Fergie says, come Europe coming up especially, it might be a wee kick up the backside they need going into these big games. Yep, it's a serious yep. kick up the backside they need. Um, as I said, uh, we've been came used to the levels that, that they've played at and you hear the manager, you hear Alan McGregor, they're not going to accept standards that below a certain level. It's simple as that. And no matter if you're playing second top or, or second bottom or bottom in the league which Hamilton were, you've got to get in with the same attitude. Mm. And I just felt that was lacking a wee bit yesterday. And the manager maybe was right in what he's saying. He maybe left a bit too much quality mm. and a bit too much experience mm. on the bench, which is which is needed at times when things are not going right. You've seen the difference when Ryan Jack and Stephen Davis come on. They, they camped the game down a bit. They showed a bit of leadership, which was missing. The, the only leadership qualities I've seen was, was coming for the, the goalkeeper again, where, as I keep saying, a top goalkeeper is worth 15, 18 points a season. And Alan McGregor yesterday, again, was top class. I did see something that was different for last year when they weren't playing well. I don't know if you've seen it, Fergie. So, second half, Tavernier pulls it a 50 50 for me. Hamilton nearly scored. The edge McGregor, of the box. Yeah, yep. McGregor makes a good double save. I don't know if you've seen it the ball goes out the plate and Goldson hammers Tavernier for it. he's on him straight away i never seen that last year with Rangers so that's what makes you think it, it might only be a blip and then Tavernier gets the ball again your captain he goes to play down the line it's a slack pass and Ryan Jack's on him straight away now i never seen that with Rangers last year so again that's the manager's mentality that, bringing in the players as well Fergie yeah. sorry, that's, that's people they've got taking better. responsibility yeah. mm-hmm. as I said if people are becoming a bit slack there's certain players now in that Rangers team and making sure that they let know that they let sorry the players know that it's not acceptable. And listen, I, I'm sure they'll go away. They'll dust themselves down and they'll work even harder this mm. this weekend training. And I'm more than positive they'll get a response next Saturday. Sean, so it sounds as though it's a blip and uh, nothing too much to worry about. I wonder what Stephen Gerrard was like at the end with the players, though. I'm sure that passion. He's very honest, doesn't he? You know, I, I, I like his interviews there. Sean, do you? What do you feel? Um, I think it's just a blip. But I was going to ask Barry Ferguson because yep. obviously he's been in um, a winning team. Barry, see sometimes, see when you go so obviously I don't think the gap's ever been this big, but see if he goes like a good few points in front of your rivals, can sometimes players take their foot after the gas and go off? It's already won. Good question. Yeah, but that that is a possibility, but that's when um, you need your experienced campaigners who have been over the course before um, to let the players know that and. If you look at that Rangers squad, there's there's only a couple of serial winners in there, and Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis. And as you heard Griggs's interview after the game, he's not going to accept it. You heard the manager speak after the game, he's not going to accept it. So, lesson learned. Um, they got away with one yesterday. And the most important thing is they didn't get beat. They came away with a point. But when they do go 1-0 up, that's a disappointing thing. When you're not even playing well... Yeah. When I was watching the game, I'm thinking, right, do you know what? We got away with three points here. And the disappointing thing is at the end, I just felt, again, it's space doesn't score goals. I, I thought when the cross comes in, you've got to mark the, the guy. The guy's got a clear header, and then it's the, the second phase after yeah. that. Barisic is no reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Alan McGregor's reaction. He's diving about he's made crazy. a great save again. Mm. Yeah, he has, he's made another great yep. save. And that that's disappointing. But listen... I, I've seen it a few times this season when they've no played as well. They've always come back and responded in the right manner and get three points. And I'm sure next Saturday they'll do that. Sean, you're talking a lot of sense. Thanks for kicking off the yeah, new week for us. Cheers, later. Sean. All the best. Just Good. as well, Sean, is because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break and then we're back firing on all cylinders. <laughs> the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. 
Monday to Friday we're on 5 till 7 in the evening and Saturday afternoon the new home of the Go Radio football show Super Saturday with Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry and Paul Cooney and you on 0808 17 17 700 and we mix it up we bring you the latest scores we keep an eye on what's happening around the country and uh, at the weekend there it was Celtic who kicked it off with a 2-1 win against Motherwell we had Hibs 2 Aberdeen 0 St Johnson winning at Livingston uh, a shock almost not a shock but Livy hadn't lost in 15 games Dundee United 2 goal victory at Ross County St Mirren back in a run against managerless as was Kilmarnock 2-0 Tommy Wright is now the new manager he'll be in for well this match on Wednesday and then yesterday Hamilton won Rangers won what do you think happened Barry is going to give us for next weekend I think his all time team the best players that he played with wow. and his colleagues so and I, it's going to be Alan McGregor do you think he heard it and that's why he had to play so well yesterday I don't think it'll be Alan McGregor oh do you not right okay I think it will be. Oh, dear Lord. Colin Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Do you think he loved that yesterday? I know he was raging with the players, raging at losing it, but it's the first time he's had a real workout in a long, long time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was surprised to see that start after the game. That's the most saves he's, he's made in a game. Yeah. Um, but listen, I, I, I'm, I'm used to that. That's what you expect from Alan McGregor. Um, I, I just love his winning mentality. And I, I loved the interview after it. Mm. I thought it was... You know what? He's just been totally honest, mm. and I could imagine him going in that dressing room um, after the managers obviously said his piece, which uh, uh, Griggsy did say the manager wasn't happy, and I could imagine Alan going through a few of his teammates saying it, it's no good enough. Because mm. you know what? When you're in such a lead, the most important thing is to keep the momentum going, mm. um, and they didn't yesterday. Uh, but the, the best, but, the good thing about football is you've got a game just around the corner, and he, you can put it right. And I'm sure they'll do that next week. Would he be the type that would speak after the yep, manager spoke for him? And would he pull? Would he dig boys out, or would he talk as a collective joint? No, he, he, he wouldn't. In terms of be bad towards him, you know yeah. what I mean. He, he would just—he's got expectations, um, and he would be—he'd just be totally honest. Mm. And I don't mind that, say. I, I, I don't mind him standing up he'd be the type that would come in and say it's just basically no good enough um, we get away with one there all that sort of stuff and I, and I like that for players and it shows me people are committed and I, I'm mm. sure a few of the boys would have sit up and take notice yeah. I really wanted to said. talk about Barry's team of the of the of, of his career, really. So Alan McGregor will be the goalkeeper, won't he? Morris yeah. Ross, right back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's he's doing the alternative, and he did say on air Neil McCann's going to be in it. So we'll find out next Saturday. Is that enough time? Wait, can I just yeah. ask one yeah. quick? Who's the, I just want to know this now? Ah. If you can tell us who's the captain, he sells himself <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He loves himself, doesn't he? Good question. He's taking yeah. penalties, free kicks. Yeah. I'm not on it. Are you not on it? No, I've got to pick a, a favourite eleven. Right. Yeah. But were you better than the midfielders that you oh, picked? Aye, aye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it 11? You're not in it. No. I thought it was 10 others around you. Okay, that's probably All right, I'll put myself in. <laughs> <laughs> and Cy, for you, the number of people who were on the socials and said to me they loved the Chris Sutton story. So when you were on the bench at Celtic, and I love when you do the voice as well, but keep it... Uh, oh, for her, yeah. So uh, uh, just briefly, you were a, a sub, you were a reserve. No, but we were like, I was usually like the... So you, back in the day, you used to get two guys that used to sit in the stand. I was usually one of the guys. But, so you, but you would travel with the team and that and you would walk on the bus and see, oh, oh, for God's sake, we must be struggling for players if you lot are in the squad. <laughs> but then he'd, <laughs> we had a chef see, on the bus. He used to make the chef sit down and all the us young boys had to get the teas and coffees. But it was good. I loved it. It was a yeah. great upbringing. See that rule? Remember the under-21 yeah. rule? What Best was it? rule two, of him. It made me a fortune. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. Was it three? Three had to be in the squad under-21. Yep, yeah, because that, that was... A, that was um, they'd done that to try and promote getting younger Home players. players. Yeah. I think it went against yeah. players, Fergie. Why? Yeah, because managers, managers hated it. 
Well, yeah, Celtic I, and Rangers. I'll did. be honest with you. I, I thought it was. I thought it was quite a good thing that, that happened. But the only worrying thing was when they were on the bench and never get any game time. Yeah. Did is, you still get the bonus? Oh, got the bonus. Don't worry about that. Was that the That's best time for you then? Was that the oh, best? That was the best time in my life. Because yeah, I was. Wise, yeah. uh, we were, I got men flat at eighteen. All uh, the boys used to come in on a Saturday night uh, at Hamilton. So you'd be on the bench for the first team, thinking you were Billy Big, you know what? Uh-huh, yeah. And then you'd be out in Glasgow. Uh, we'd get the weekend off, so you'd be out all weekend. You play a reserve game on a Tuesday, you'd be out Tuesday night. So, oh, it was brilliant, man. Where was the flat in Hamilton? Uh, right across for the Hamilton College. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, we know we know where you are. He's been in parties. Down from Dundee, that was the big time for you, wasn't it? Oh, it, was a, it was a great time because great. We, Aidan was like your good pal, and he was playing the Champions League. We were going out, and you can imagine the rest. Yep. <laughs> Great days, bro. Rococo Club in Hamilton. Yeah. No, we never went out no, in Hamilton. He's not, yeah, oh, we, we go to Mega Bar and Motherwell, but oh, yeah. it was always yeah. carbon in the tune. But even I remember going out as young boys, and you, see, you never see football players going out now. Like, I remember seeing Henrik Larson, Neil Lennon, and oh. Trash, and the Rangers boys out there Tuesday nights playing on a Saturday. Great days. Brilliant. You remember that, Fergie? Oh, it's changed days now. Of course, yeah. The amount of For the I mean, worst, though. Well, you heard Neil Lennon saying that the other week about the Dubai trip. He said most of them don't drink. Don't, yeah. They don't take anything. I, know, I, I think yeah. there's a place in that time. I think sometimes yeah. you've got to. Relax and sure. and take your mind off off football. I'm not saying you need to go every every weekend, but sometimes I, I think it's good to blow a few cobwebs away. But if you haven't listened Saturday afternoon, then we keep you right up to date and we get some of the stories uh, from inside the dressing room. It's great fun. That's what you're telling us anyway. On a Saturday afternoon, so on Saturday, Celtic a two-one win against Motherwell at home. Neil Lennon afterwards. I thought we were great for 70 odd minutes. The Motherwell goal sort of changed the psychology of the game, which it, which it does in football. But I think we thoroughly deserved the win. You know, we're a little bit anxious towards the end. Overall, it was a very good performance. And his first goal came in two minutes from the defender, Stephen Welsh. I'm delighted for him, and that's really two very good back to back games he's played. You know, he showed a lot of maturity again and uh, confidence, and he took his goal brilliantly. It's a great ball in from Turnbull. The ball makes a goal, you know, and Welsh he gets great contact on it. But, you know, David's deliveries are fantastic. You know, it's a couple of games now, Livingston away and Kilmarnock the other night where we benefited from great deliveries from. Welsh, Sorrow, Turnbull, the new Celtic. Yeah, listen, in, in terms of Turnbull again, Neil Lennon just mentioned there, his delivery for set pieces is, is top class. Um, and one thing I will say about the, the young lad Welsh, he's come in at a difficult period and I, th- I think that the young lad's handled himself really well. Um, and I thought he was really impressive. Mm. In, in Saturday uh, against Motherwell and Sai will tell you it, it's it's really it's hard for a player to come in when your your team's no winning or they're going through a bad time so it just shows you that uh, the young guys get a good character about him yeah I like him he seems a good type you know I think it's been a it's been too long that Celtic have produced a centre back for the youth system I think Steve McManus was maybe the last one that came in and played John Kennedy but he looks like a good type he looks like he keeps his feet on the ground and again, he's been a big part in why Celtic could go and press high up the pitch because he's got pace at the back with him and Ayer and it allows guys to go and press, two strikers to go and press whereas before with Shane Duffy and beat on. That was a difference. That is a difference. Saturday, I thought they were 20 yards further up the pitch yeah. and they're allowed to do that as Sai just said. But even when it goes into centre forwards, Fergie, he's right up He's right up their backside. He's mm. not one of them that wants to stand two or three yards off people. He wants to get, to, he, likes, he likes being physical and actually defending, which yeah. I like a bit. Yeah, I, I've certainly been impressed with him. I think the young, guy, the young lad's done really, really well. And Edouard getting the other goal. Um, is he back on form? He's been better recently. Paul, I've always yeah. said when Edouard plays with good players, he's on his game. You know, when David Turnbull plays in that number ten position, you get the best out of Edouard. When we seen, El, you know, see there last week against St. Mirren, 
I kind of remember one cell, you know, see so feeding the ball, and that's when I've said it all season. He starts to lose a bit of interest when he isn't on the ball all the time. You see him Saturday when he's on the ball, you then get the other side of it for him. He's chasing fullbacks, whereas last Saturday he never. And that's where St. Martin goal come from. So it's a big thing for Edward that I think that he's playing with players that actually want to play with him. But he's he looks more happier when he's playing with a partner up yeah. top, where he can drop into that number ten and and play with David Turnbull and listen even last week he didn't he was running in behind and Turnbull's ball to get that goal against Kilmarnock um, but I just think Ed, I think there's still more to come for him I, like, you know how much I rate him I, I think he could easily go down and, and play in the top six in the Premier League no no problem at all I just think sometimes he plays within himself but certainly when he plays with a partner he, he looks if he's in a happy place but yet he, yet he doesn't do much in the games in terms of build up play because it is all about Edward can we get Edward yeah. on the ball but what a yet he does is what Fergie says he stretches the game and mm. it gives Edward that space to go and drop into to be to be positions to go and get on the ball and he's seen that for his goal you know edge of the box Motherwell must be kicking themselves at the allow Odds and Edward to turn on the edge of the box and again his finish is top class so I agree with Fergie I think with a 10 and Turnbull and then also with a partner you get the best out of Edward 21 points in it if Celtic win at uh, Love Street I was going to call it at uh, the St Mirren Park um, then it would be 18 points but that's a big if isn't it because St Mirren are playing well back to that shortly let's go back on the lines now and go radio Rob's on the line and Clyde Bank a Rangers fan Rob good evening Hello, good evening. Good evening, guys. Uh, it's a new point to say, actually. Oh, I was no. on the, your update show. Don't say, oh, no. Did <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Me up here, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember we were talking about the Rangers play of the year and I said, McGregor, and you went, oh, you can't pick him. So I'm did. going to stick with that. Uh, I'm going to think he's good. going to be Rangers player of the year this year because... See, if it wasn't for him, I was going to need to get the phone book out and phone you and uh, <laughs> yeah. get uh, to get your boots on and get on that part because that is the worst I have ever seen Rangers play in my life. Really. Unbelievable. So right. I, I agree. Rob yeah. should be sitting here and I should be sitting in Clyde Bank on the phone. But in terms of McGregor, I think we've just said there, though, it's the first time that he's really had to, to, to save Rangers, I would say. And that was your point, wasn't the it? Celtic yeah. game. The Celtic game, yeah. But what was it? One save for, for mm-hmm. Griffiths that he made? I mean, in yeah. terms of how good Rangers have been defensively on the ball... I just think to give McGregor it would be a bit of a slap in the face to some of the outfield players who I think have been outstanding this year. You know, as I say, I think there's been games where he's made one or two big saves, but there's no been that was the first time Saturday that I thought McGregor really he's saved worked. Rangers. He's been, he's been worked, yeah. 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 But he's worth his weight in gold, honestly. For yeah. his age, he's just phenomenal. The saves he pulls off. Yeah, he's just... say, it's been a three or four nothing thrashing mm-hmm. uh, for Rangers yesterday if it wasn't for him. Definitely. He's yeah. just getting better wage mm. for me. I mean, I've known him, been lucky enough to know him since a 15-year-old boy and I've seen the potential early doors and he just uh, went on to become a top-class goalkeeper. Has he lost anything in it? The reflexes no. look to be and there. He's, do you know he's, marbles. he's lost his marbles, hasn't he? <laughs> but I, I love that film. He's like that in training. Yep. Even if he lost a five-a-side or a six-a-side game, he'd be absolute cracking up. And, and I love that side and I'm, I'm sure the Rangers fans will, will love that as well. It's just, he's a winner. What was the best save? The double, the double save when he got back up. Yep, I'd probably say his react. He's, I mean, you know what it's like as you get older. Your rea- reactions sometimes tend to go, but his reactions I seem to be getting better. He's going the opposite way. Right? I think he's getting better. Yep, and I hope he doesn't decide to call it a day at the end of the season. I know he's getting. I know he's thirty nine now, but the way he looks to me, if he's fit as he's ever been, why would he? Maybe he wants to go. Yep, if he wants to go out and top. 
because listen, it's looking like Rangers are, are going to win the league. Um, but listen, I hope the manager sits him down and and forces his his hand to stay another season because he's to replace. Alan McGregor, it's going to cost you an absolute fortune, believe me. Well, you've seen how hard it's like if to, to find a similar goalie in Fraser Foster, who for me is a top class goalie at this level. Mm. And you see how hard they, these goalies didn't come about a lot. Mm. And Alan, I don't, I don't know what Fergie thinks, but if Alan McGregor was to go, I think they would need a better goalie than John McLaughlin for me. You know, if they were going to go forward, I would think they would need to sign somebody. Would you agree, Finn? I'll be, yeah. I'll be fair with, with big John McLaughlin. He's, he's done really well when he's, he's come in. He's not probably had a lot to do. Because obviously Rangers have been really str- strong defensively, um, but it, it's, it's something that I was thinking about after the game yesterday. Um, what if what if Alan McGregor just decides to say, right, do you know what? Enough's enough. I'm going out in the top, um, but I'm sure the manager will be forcing his hand to, to extend that by another season. He's got it because he's he's so big a player, mm. and that's mm. that was proven yesterday. I wonder, Robbie will be listening. What would you say to him then? What would you say to Alan McGregor if he's tuned in? Stay another I, year. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I would give him another. I, I would see him say another two year, two years contract, definite. Because he sees reaction when that whistle went yesterday. He was absolutely raging. Mm-hmm. Would he be the type Fergie drink that would go into the coaching? Maybe give him a two year deal with coaching in the second year. I don't know who Stephen Gerrard's goalie coach is, but he seems like a good type to have around the place if he wasn't going to play as in a coach. Yeah, I would there's there's no better. In terms of Alan McGregor, what what he's done in the game, he's played at the highest level. So that's a good, it's a good point. Maybe is that I, something he'd be into? Do you think? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's something that I've never like spoke to him about. Um, but as you get older, you know, you, you change your ways. And but listen, the most important thing is Rangers try and keep him because, as I said, he, it doesn't look if he's getting any slower. Mm. It looks to me he's getting even better. You can go and see him. You can see him going being like a bouncer in our chaos or something, though, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> is that still there <laughs> after COVID yeah because you see the value that's a great point you make though you know Celtic they lost Fraser Foster mm. and no matter what was going to happen they didn't have that sort of five star amazing goalkeeper Paul I always yep. say it, you need a top class goalkeeper yep. if you're going to be a successful team yep. as I say they're always worth 15-18 points mm. a season and it's been proven this season Marlon McGregor the two games that come to mind is obviously yesterday and obviously the Celtic game mm. um, at Ibrox at the turn of the year um, but even throughout the the season when Rangers have been that dominant it's always likely that a, a team's going to get one or two chances and he always comes up with big saves at big moments Alan McGregor Darren's on the socials saying if Rangers do need a goalkeeper for next season Celtic have got a £5 million one available maybe probably get him for about 500 grand <laughs> Alex <laughs> there <laughs> but, but I mean look at Alisson one of the greatest in the world doesn't he look at yesterday what happened you know for Liverpool you watch, you watch the match trying to play it out from the back but twice this is the thing now isn't it yeah. they want goalkeepers to pat listen see if you're in any doubt get it 60 yards up the pitch that's what I like about McGregor though everyone talks about his saves but he doesn't take any risks you know see in terms of this modern goalie's a playing it for the back see if it's not on he boots the ball up the pitch and he shouts at his back foot to get up that's massive in football just relieving the pre- just being able to read the situation that we're under a cost here a bit it's not on to play the ball kick the ball up the pitch and get up mm. maybe things make massive differences in games he's one of the angriest guys I've ever met as well <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's Alan coming McGregor. from him dearie you. <laughs> you, you and him in a night out must be <laughs> oh well enough said there right. Rob, Rob final thought you'll bounce back you reckon uh, against Kilmarnock on Saturday I mean are you worried oh, at I, all yes yeah, I think if not just uh, with Gerard for uh, McGregor himself I think he'll get ripped right into them like because 
No, it's your mate and captain, eh, you? Yeah, but that one, Barry. That's a good point. We'll talk about that later. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Cy Ferry too busy on social media at the moment. Uh, listen, I think he's live on something, isn't uh, he? Astonishing yeah. me yeah. that people want to take <laughs> photos and put it on um, on the internet. I think crazy. We need, I think we need to find him for that. Yeah, he's asking, no, me, he's asking me what the best filter is to use on Instagram. Uh, That's what he's just asking. I'll find him for his gear first and foremost. Uh, yeah, if you haven't looked at it, look on the socials and the gear he had on the other day. How could you describe it? As somebody said, it's uh, like the, the Michael Jordan gear from a few Ridiculous. years ago. Yeah, Ridiculous. That's I told you, Gucci send yeah. it, Bonnie, to wear it. Fantastic. Yeah. What can you do? Have you still got the Slaters deal? Is Paul still oh, the game? I'm too big for Slaters now. No, oh. I've He actually wears a pair of hiking boots because I've got a three inch heel on them. <laughs> that is true. I must get a pair. <laughs> I'll take you up to five foot six, Paul. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson. He takes it well, doesn't he, Paul? And, and me, off. Rob McLean. On the Go Radio Football Show. Rob's on tomorrow night with Stephen Cragen and uh, Simon Donnelly. They'll be here tomorrow night. And on Wednesday, Barry, you, me, and Leanne Crichton. Oh, yeah, that's yep. on Wednesday. And we'll all be back together. If Sai has the time to join us, rather than being on social media, the podcasts are going so well. We're at 400,000 here. We are chasing the open goal to the biggest in the country. Sai, uh, great to be ha- have you on tonight. Have you done your piece there? Yeah. I have stuck up. Well, I've sent it to Ali, so I think she's going to stick up. See, Leanne, I've seen Leanne and her yeah. wee gran up the park the other day. Ah, yeah. Me Did and my you? boys were uh-huh. playing, so she's going to jump down and give us a game of football, 2v2 at Alexander Park. <laughs> and our wee granny. Our wee granny, a good player. I think well. our wee granny was giving me an eye, actually. Oh. <laughs> She's only human. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're going to take more of your calls in a moment or two after the weekend. Well, we're going to look at the Aberdeen situation. Hebs mm. beating Aberdeen 2 0. And uh, your nephew again was uh, in the news. They gave a penalty against yeah. him, but I watched it time and time again. Was it a penalty? Didn't look it. I was just speaking yeah. to Sai um, off air there about it. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't think it was a penalty. Um, the ball's going out of play. If anything, there's the slightest touch, but I mean, I, I, no, it's not a penalty for me. A referee's getting too soft. Are they being micromanaged? I think it's these rules mm-hmm. by the laws, by the the rules of the game. It's yeah. a penalty because he touches them when when they contact on the ball. But like again, if you've played the game, that happens millions of times during the game. And the ball's going out of play. Jamie, Mur- Jamie, the ball, the the, the, Jamie, the ball, Jamie Murphy does not have the ball under control. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Mm. The ball's away, mm-hmm. and for me, he kind of. He initiates contact with me, Jamie Murphy. See that, Almost if I was a referee, that's what I'd be looking at. Jamie Murphy's touch, which takes it out for a goal kick. Mm, that was probably when he's better touches, actually. <laughs> and then Lewis, obviously. I think Lewis tries to pull it. He, he just stands. stands. Yeah. And obviously Jamie Murphy runs into him. A very, very soft penalty. Good one for Hebs. But what about all the chat? Was strange over the weekend. And then Derek McInnes was you know, interviewed afterwards and he was asked about the future. Will he be there? And he said, well, why wouldn't it be anywhere mm. else? And he was actually really impassioned. He said he's as... as Passionate about Aberdeen as any Aberdeen fan, maybe more so. Yep, and I, I think Aberdeen fans need to be careful for mm-hmm. what they, they wish for. And yep. um, what Derek's done since he's been up there, I, I think he's done an excellent job. I've said previously, he needs to rebuild every single year. He always loses his best players because um, Aberdeen are a selling club. Um, but listen, there's no doubt he, he's under pressure, but Derek McInnes will put himself under pressure. He'll, he'll demand that he gets results and I, look I've no doubt in my mind he's been through this a couple of times yeah. at Aberdeen and he's come through it and I'm sure he'll come through it again but again I feel for him you know it's your, the biggest game of your season people are writing about you losing your job seven minutes in Fergie he loses Gregory at left wing back he has to bring McLennan on he needs to change his shape again 
And it, that's kind of been the story of the past couple of months for Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Very hard to get a settled side on the pitch. Scott Wright's left, who by the way I thought looked good when he came on for Rangers. Mm-hmm. And it shows you what an important player he is for Aberdeen. So it's tough for these managers. Edges as well, who have probably been Aberdeen's best, best player. player. Fergie, it's not like they, these clubs like Aberdeen, they've not got, when a, an important player's out, they've not just got somebody else like Celtic and Rangers who can just go on and do the exact same job. You then need, need to reshuffle your team, your shape, and it's tough. Well, so I see at the clubs, they've got 12, 13, 14 max strong players who can get into the starting 11 but then once they start having injuries suspensions and then obviously Derek's losing them to the other clubs it's, it's difficult and people have got to realise that and take a step back and think about that so for me they talk about Derek losing his job I think it's crazy as mm. I said who are Aberdeen going to get they're going to get a better manager than Derek McInnes at this moment in time I very point. much doubt it because can I just say as well I see Aberdeen fans uh, saying we want a better style of football name me somebody in Scotland that, that, go, that plays brilliant football no. manager Maybe John Hughes, but, but then his teams have yep. also got the other side where sure. it's hard. Seeing the SPL, it's hard to get a team to go on and play because see to play that brand of football, Paul, you need a certain you need a certain standard of player yeah. who's comfortable of going and passing the ball for the back. It's hard to get that with Scotland with the wages you can yep. pay, the money you can pay. So Derek McInnes makes best of what he's got. If that style is not on to play, then he doesn't play it. Why would you? Who's going to come third? Can Aberdeen come back, narrow the gap on Hibs? Do you I think, think Aberdeen yeah. can come back. Yeah, look, Hibs are in the driving seat, obviously, yeah. with a, a great win against Aberdeen on, on Saturday. But don't write down Derek McInnes off. Um, as I said, he's, he's come back a few times previous. And you know what? With, with the, the amount of stick he's getting, people talking about him losing his job, he'll be reading it and listening to it. And it'll make him even more determined to make sure that he gets Aberdeen into that third position. Again, to managers get the blame. Players need to do better. You see Joe Lewis who's the captain who has been brilliant for Aberdeen but over the last few while he needs to do better he's made too stops. many basic basic errors uh-huh. and the manager takes the blame but I think okay. Hibs will be I think Hibs will finish third. I think their okay. business in January was really good mm-hmm. in, in Cadden and, and, um, and Jackson I think they've got a really good squad now Hibs uh, and I think bringing Darren ba- McGregor back in for Jack, Jack Ross was a masterstroke because he's mm-hmm. the one defender at Hibs who actually wants to defend as we say he's not interested in playing out for the back he wants to defend and you see the, the record improving since he's been in we'll take another call yep after the weekend when Scotland won the rugby against England so that was great we chatted about it on the programme uh, we were up at half time and we held on in fact we increased so good win for Scotland in the Calcutta Cup and I see it was Tom Brady's Buccaneers who won last night the Super Bowl overnight That's in America eight. is that 8, Fantastic. Seven or eight? Super eight, Bowl season amazing isn't it he's, he's, the Barry, he's the Barry Ferguson of American football he's the same age he's the same age 43 year old is he amazing yep. 43 and he's pulled his calf in a jog there's a the difference I know ah. <laughs> Well, Craig's right? on the line Too much red wine on Saturday so. <laughs> Craig I'm not sure if you're 43 Younger or older in Cumbernauld uh, Hi Craig Good evening I'd say, well, yeah. I'm, uh, okay. I'm, I'm significant I'm 43 I'm, I'm only 25 so Oh I'm just 25 Isn't it hard uh, to tell on, on the radio So Craig What about I know you're a Rangers fan We've spoken to you before And uh, What about yesterday? Yeah, really disappointed. Really disappointed. I think um, for me that was the worst performance of the season. I think that was worse performance-wise than the defeat to St Mung. And the reason I say that is because at least in the defeat to St Mung, there was still you know you could see a, a desire for the players to get back into the game, and you know a couple of mistakes ultimately cost us. Right? Whereas yesterday, I didn't feel that same desire was there, you know, and. I was very disappointed with the game management because although we wouldn't have deserved it, we did get ourselves in a winning position, um, and were you know a minute away from you know eking out a smashing grab and stealing three points, and 
initially they start the stoppage time well enough for keeping the ball. That's exactly what you need to do. And I don't know why, but Kemar Roof decides he's going to try and, you know, trundle his way into the box and he gives away a free kick, which gives Hamilton the chance to get the ball up the park that leads to the goal. And to me, that's disappointing because, as far as I'm concerned, at that point of the game, you shouldn't be trying to get an argument. You should just be able to just get the game done and get the three points when you know you've played as, as poorly as what we did. Um, so that, that was a... a a frustration. Um, it, it needs a reaction against Kilmarnock, but that will not be easy. You know they've just got Tommy Ritter, mm-hmm. Um and you know teams can be can get that bounce to get a new manager in. And listen, Tommy Wright I think is a is a great appointment by Kilmarnock as well. So we're going to have to put in a good performance at the weekend anyway. And of course we're going to be buoyed by the fact that if Roof has his ban upheld. Mm-hmm. We're only really going to have one striker available because Morelos has still got a game to serve. Defoe's injured and Ruth will be out. So it puts the onus on Cedric Eaton to go out there and, and, and put in a good shift as well. So it, it isn't going to be easy, but we need a response because that's not good enough. Okay. This title is not going to hand itself to us. There's still a lot of hard work to do and those players need to realise that. Fair, fair bit to think about. Yep. Yep, and I, I agree with what Craig's saying, but I've no doubt in my mind they will get a response that I'm pretty sure or I'm I'm 100% sure that training this week will be bang on the button there's no doubt about it they'll be disappointed you, you listen to the Rangers fans the reaction from the performance um, when they're in such a good position in the league they're fully expected to go listen it, it's not a case of just turning up at, at places like Hamilton and you just walk on the pitch and you, you get a result That that's probably the, the least effective Effective, sorry, should I say, um, that I've seen Rangers in terms of a real hunger and desire about them. The only time I kind of seen a bit of game management was obviously with Jack and Davis come on. Mm. And the real worry, I, I, I think the only worry probably or concern for the manager is if obviously Kemar Roof does get his ban, um, his two game ban, Morelos obviously missing the game. Cedric eating up front I'm still to see Why did he not go with Roof up front Fergie if he's going to serve a two game ban? Because they, they obviously are, are, are worried that They're going to appeal it But they're obviously worried that They might not win it Because you They don't might know have to go without him for a few the level games Because they're consistency reason to play him And mm-hmm. get the three points Yep Well Listen It's a perfect example for these guys Who have been sitting on the bench To come in and show that they can they can become Rangers players. I was disappointed, I've got to be honest, I was disappointed in the two of them. Look, there's no doubt that they, they, they tried their best, but that sometimes is not enough. You, you need to show a bit of quality, and, and Zungu and, and Eaton, I thought, struggled at times yesterday. But Rangers have been good this year, I think, is that they've mixed their game up. You know, they've went direct when they've had to, and they've played when they've had to. I thought Saturday was very much playing, everyone coming to feet again. You know, I think over because Morelos isn't there, who's very good at it, and Roof is the same. They they look to run the channels, but when you didn't have that, and you've got Eaton coming to three defeat. Sorry, Aribo's been very good at running the space the past two or three weeks for midfield, but you never seen that for Aribo. It was just a real lack of intensity off the ball for me. Where they've been so successful this year is off the ball in terms of running when you've got it. Sorry, if somebody's got the ball, runners off the ball, and then defending. Even the goal, Fergie. See when Fernier goes out. A lot of times this year, Golden's in that space when the boy puts it's Davis that's having to chase back into there. Yep. So that just tells you that it's they things that they've done well, it's they wee bits that they just switched off on Sunday. And if you do that, you will get hurt in the SPL. Craig, thanks for that call. Lots to talk about in part two. We're back after the news.
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. At the weekend, Celtic a 2 1 win over Motherwell. Edward back on the score sheet. He got goal number two. Manager Neil Lennon. Could have had a couple more. You know, great chance with the header first half. I missed the opportunity just after half time. Seemingly, he had another one. So, But he's in a good vein of form at the minute. Body language looks a lot better. You know, he's looking sharper and the, there's more endeavour from him as well. And he's getting his just rewards now with the goals, goal return, which we missed probably first half of the season, really. Rangers draw 1-1 at Hamilton. Stephen Jarrett says they need to do better. My players have been amazing up to this point. They deserve all the praise and all the accolades they've had, but today I've got no praise for them. I can't because it would be false from me. We weren't good enough today. Um, we nearly won a game ugly. We nearly got a smash and grab. We need to be better than that. Both sides of our game today just wasn't there. Saved by their goalkeeper, Alan McGregor. I think that. Take one game at a time and do what you need to do to win that game. And then whatever happens, happens. I control anything else. Control the next game. That's it. Other headlines, Tommy Wright is back in Scottish football. He was out longer than we thought he would be. He's the new manager of Kilmarnock. Kelly fans, what do you reckon? He will be in the dugout in 48 hours' time. Kelly against Motherwell. Midweek, Livingston against Hamilton. So, Aki's drawing yesterday with Rangers with the league leaders. Livy losing for the first time in 15 games. And on Wednesday, St Mirren against Celtic. Elsewhere, as you know at the weekend, another bad one for Aberdeen losing at Easter Road. As St Johnson winning against Livy. Dundee United took over victory at Ross County and St Mirren on a roll 2-0 against Kilmarnock and news for St Mirren fans your uh, backup goalkeeper Dean Linus has signed a new contract it's a contract extension until the summer of 2023 after his clean sheet at the weekend Tommy Wright signed up Si until 2023 so two years from now good signing for you? Yeah it is but it's two weeks too late I do not understand Tommy Wright who's out of job you sack Alex Dyer and you wait for two weeks to appoint Tommy Wright Surely there was a time the chairman came and thought, right, Alex Dyer's close to going, let's get Tommy Wright in. Because for me, Kilmarnock have chucked six points to me with their performances in the last two games with the guys that have been in charge. Whereas if you had Tommy Wright in, I think they go on Saturday with a chance of winning the game. But it's a good appointment for me. I think he works well with experienced players which Kilmarnock have got in Burke, Power and Dickerley guys. My one worry would be, does Tommy Wright's goal team score enough goals to keep Kilmarnock up? It's okay being, being well... Um, well drilled at the back in midfield but if you can't score goals at that level they will concede more times than Nutball I think Kilmarnock need to find a way of scoring goals I, I don't know what Fergie thinks but I, I kind of see where goals are going to come for Kilmarnock that would be my one worry for them Yeah, it's, it's always been a worry for Kilmarnock scoring goals to be fair even under Stevie, Stevie Clark um, but the thing that surprised me over the last like few months is the amount of goals they're conceding now, it doesn't help when you've got Finlay and Broadfoot out. I think they're big players mm. Um, and one thing about Tommy Wright, as I, I mentioned earlier on, he has got his team defensively organised, and I think that's what they need first and foremost. Stop conceding goals and then go and try and find a way to, to score goals. But they've got a safe pair of hands. He, he's so experienced in this league. He, he was manager of St Johnston, I think, six or seven years. And they won the cup? Yep, exactly. Just about to say that. They won the cup. They were in the top six a number of years in the, in the row. So... 
I think it's a wise appointment uh, from Kilmarnock and I'm sure they'll get a, a lift of that and they've got a big game um, they need to get something Wednesday night against Muddle Muddle are, are flying high just now um, but overall I think the Kilmarnock fans should be happy because they've got a good manager in place What do you think he'll go Fergie play 4-5-1 for the rest of the season? Yeah, He had to beat Yep I do I, I think that's one way he'll go but they've got good players um, Kilmarnock and the wide areas we know all about yep. Kilty we've got um, I always I, I don't know why they don't go with the big boy Kabam. I, I quite yeah. like Kabam, but he's not a natural goal scorer. But mm. do you know what? He messy centre uh, centre halves about. Um, so I, I think he'll come on. Uh, he'll come in, sorry, and he'll keep Kamarnock safe because, as I said, he knows the game inside out, and his teams are always well set up. Inside, they love that Spanish tune, which they play every time Cabamba scores, but they've they? not heard it for a while. Vamos bailar la bamba. That's what they play in the background, but they haven't heard it recently. Sai, si, as you know, you've got the table there. They're third bottom, 24 points, just one point ahead of Ross County, Hamilton on 20, and they're one behind Motherwell, so it's a huge game, as you were saying. It yeah. is, and then you just need to look at Hamilton yesterday. Um, Brian Rice and his, his boys will, will need to take a lot of confidence. Mm. I should. Should I say take a lot of confidence out of that that game? I, I thought they were really good. They took the game to Rangers and and listen, they're going to a difficult place in Livingston. But Hamilton over the years are everybody's favourites to go down, but they always bring out some big results and they done that yesterday. You need uh, to give them massive credit, didn't you, Ferry? Because see when it went two one against Ross County, I did think they they got they must be gone. Yeah. And then when they get that. Wise. They dominate and they do so well against Rangers. They go a goal down with, I think, 12, 13 minutes mm. to go and mm. you think, listen, they're going to cave in. So, again, that showed a steely determination that they're, they're not giving up and they, they got the deserved equaliser, there's, there's no doubt about it and they've got to take confidence for that getting into the, the game on Wednesday night against Livingston. But even Brian Rice, losing that game 2-1, it would have been easy to go and play 5-4-1 against Rangers mm-hmm. and sit in. I thought that's what, how they would play. I thought they would sit in and try and hit Rangers on the counter attack. Mm-hmm. He goes with two strikers who I thought were excellent by the way. The wee boy Anderson for did well the header, didn't Very he? good, yeah. very busy, made, made a nuisance of himself. And I thought it was great for him going with the two wing-backs. I don't think enough teams have done it against Rangers this year. I think the one team that done it was St Myrne. Yep. They put in the, the ball Mason on yep. Tavernier and just stopped him playing. And I think the two, the fullback McMinn and um, who played on the right, it was... Used to beat Rangers. Yep. Yeah, the right wing back who have yep. done very well against uh, Lee Hodgson. Sorry, done very well in stopping Barisic and Devernier. So Brian Rice deserves massive credit for I getting his the game plan spot on. Hamilton was good. Very good, Fergie. Yep. Strolled it, didn't he? Yep. That uh, driving run uh, in yep. the second mm. half, but he he impressed me. And again, that's that conveyor belt of young players. Hamilton mm. continue to, to bring through in eighteen years of of age. Um, but again, you listen to Brian Rice after the game. And he's just I, I could listen to Brian Rice all day mm. um, He's the type of manager You would want to mm. play under And he, he believes in his players yep. w- w- See when you're down The bottom of the league um, It must be tough But he puts a lot of belief Into the, the boys And what a performance they put on for him yesterday. And a word for Ross Callaghan, he got booked, didn't he, yeah. after what, a minute, two minutes, and then, I, I, you know. I don't think that's a booking. I, I don't, I mean, 40 seconds into the game. What's he think that hardly but ever happens, does it? You yeah, know, so he's, early. He's just gone and he's he's shown a, a hunger and a desire and a willingness to go and win, win the ball. I, listen, I know he catches goals, mm. um, but again, there's not much of a reaction no. for the players. It's 40 seconds into the game then. He he's on he's on the edge the, the full game, but again he's another player who over the years has been at clubs. He's not really settled. Yeah. And he's come into Hamilton and he's 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 found a place 
that he enjoys playing football and he he was really good yesterday as well he went Callum. to Hearts didn't he in St Johnston Fergie and yep. it never worked for him but mm-hmm. what he does he does the basics well didn't he, he gets in people's faces he runs into the box I think that's, he scored a few goals this year doesn't mm-hmm. he 8 goals but I, I thought the boy Martin at the back was well at the belt at the back was very good for Hamilton yep. 3 at the back Easton as well um, I think Hamilton should stick with that formation for now at the end of the season because I think they'll win Win quite a lot of games. So, will I can stay up now? Do you think, Sai? This is the start. I of hope the, they stay act. up. It's my local yep. team. I, I've got a serious soft spot for them. And yep. with that performance yesterday, as I said, mm. um, that's got to give them a lot of confidence. And I like Brian Brian Rice's interview after it. He's like, listen, they're not going to get carried away. We'll be into training tomorrow. We've got a big game on Wednesday. That's the kind of mindset you've got to have. And up against Livy So what about Livy then David Martindale Is the manager of the month For January Absolutely Who else mm. could it be Apart from Stephen Gerrard And Scott Robinson Player of the month Is this going to be You know Quite a moment for them Sai can they come back Yeah of course they can come yeah. back I think he'll be the type That he won't let this He won't let a rot set In David Martindale they, The players will be told In no uncertain terms That that wasn't good enough Saturday I think the thing That will disappoint him most Is what Livy have built Their success on Is conceding for set pieces But I think again You get that when A guy like Guthrie's not playing who when the ball comes in the, the box, he's usually the guy that heads the ball away. So then again, we, we said it with Derek McInnes, when you lose the two or three vital players, it, it's tough. And you've seen that Saturday for Livingston. But again, all credit to St Johnston, who have had a settled team and now reaping the benefits of it because I thought they were excellent for again. The match, Livingston's work rate, which you need to do. Mm-hmm. Listen, he, I mean, 14 games at, at any level, unbeaten, especially in the, the top league, is, is phenomenal. He's, he's, he's done a, an amazing job. But at some stage it was going to come to an end um, But I can imagine, listen, they would have had Sunday off And I, I'm sure the type of character that David Martindale is And the type of players that he's got there Training will be bubbly, they'll be ready to go again come Wednesday He'll be buzzing, won't he? For Celtic fans, a Yeti, the appeal was supposed to be today It's tomorrow now, it's been delayed So uh, you expect that to be... Yeah, I expect it to be overturned yeah. I think we spoke about it last we year did. Yeah. Uh, Last week, we sorry, last year um, There's contact in the box for yeah. Big Doyle, who Fergie knows um, and he goes over but we've seen that loads of times this year and, and it's never been brought up in front of a panel so I think the evidence there that there is contact it's madness to me to, the fact that you'd get booked in a game and he's getting a two two game ban so I fully expect it to be overturned oh, it should be thrown out Yeah, Barry what's happening with the refereeing it was a bad week last week wasn't it everyone, the last couple of weeks everyone wants to go on about your charges let's check it let's uh, put it to appeal I mean you feel that the referees are um, they've been put under a lot of pressure exactly yeah. you took the word out my my mouth I, I think they've been put put under far too much pressure um, they feel that they, they need to give decisions when maybe they don't think it's the right decision um, so listen it's a difficult job I feel for them I mean uh, they've got a split second to go and make a, a decision we've uh, we've not got the monitors up here to go for them to go and check or even the fourth official to go and Go and check it. Um, so I feel for them at times, um, but the the two incidents, Ayeti and Ruth. Uh, I mean, if, I think if you you listen to the vast majority of football people and and hear what people have got to say, I think both of them have got to get thrown out. Mm-hmm. But again, it seems to me set like set like in Rangers all the time. Yeah. I think Ali put someone up on the group chat the other day. The commanding tackle against it, man, it's a mm-hmm. shocker. You know, it's it's a red card, but I've not heard any unfair. It's not highlighted. It's is not it? been highlighted. No. So who? What yeah. are they just checking through certain games and picking instance for their games, or or is every game getting checked? Again, we didn't get to know who this panel is. Yep. Um, that would be a massive help so that we could know who's who's picking the decisions. And like Fergie said, I think somebody mentioned it on the TV the weekend as well, Fergie, that an ex player should be involved. Yeah, yeah they did. Stephen Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he Stephen said Robinson. what you said on this program on Go Radio yeah, uh, last l- week. Listen, yeah. I, I think we don't know who the panel is, but 
we're getting told it's three ex-referees. Yeah. Right, I've no doubt they've, they've been in the game a long time and they've refereed hundreds of games between them. Um, but I do think it will help. We have a different set of eyes, yeah. an ex-player or an ex-manager who's played the game to go and help these guys and come to the correct decision. Because like we say with the Lewis Ferguson one, it's very much the Darren McGregor one. If you've played, you understand what's happened there. Jamie, Jamie Murphy's done very well to buy the the penalty kick. You know, he's, he's took a heavy yeah. touch. He knows he's not going to get there. You fall into somebody and now because it's contact in the box, it's deemed as contact. Whether you make it or the, the opposition player makes it, it's a penalty kick. It's like Friday night I watched Air United in, in the Hearts game. Mm-hmm. The, the penalty kick That's that Hearts penalty, It's is never it? a penalty. No. But the rules say when it hits your a certain part of your body then it comes up and hits the arm it's not a penalty so how, how can the referee not see that is it the ref then deciding that split second whether he thinks it's accidental or not yep. yeah mm-hmm. what was terrible is what's happening down south today you may have seen about the referee Mike Dean he said death threats on social media uh, but, you isn't know it what? terrible what's so, wrong with these people mad isn't it uh, that's ridiculous yeah. the guy's made that a mistake and this is what I'm saying about referees they've got a split decision I know uh, Mike Dean has got VAR but he's he's not meant to to make something happen bad for a, a, a team or a, a, a club um, but to go and receive death threats I, I don't know what goes through people's heads at times it's ridiculous the world's mental just Crazy, now isn't it? honestly yeah. social media and, that. And, and these people getting racist remarks mm. as well it's absolutely nuts. terrible Yeah. did you enjoy your football yesterday then after the game there was just so much football on Wolves and Leicester 0-0 nil, nil. not enjoyable <laughs> afternoon <laughs> <laughs> is that champagne it's going to be a, that could be another uh, no, a match but, later potentially just one of the games yeah. but the, the Man City yeah. game I, the first half I'm thinking to myself this is this Born. is not great mm-hmm. but second half it, it came a light in you know. Man City and I'll say the one guy Phil Foden wow. oh my god I thought of you yep. what yep. a footballer that that young young guy is he's he's going to be I mean a lot of people talk about um, Grealish mm-hmm. uh, all these sort of players um, but Including yourself, you were speaking mm. about him on Friday. He, but you've he, said all if, season, if Phil he Foden. continues in his veiny form and keeps progressing, he's going to be a top top player. What's he's, he got for you, Barry? What, everything. What do you see? I mean, you look his at his desire in that as well. A lot of people going about size. Look at the size of the mm. boy. Look how strong he is. How quick he is. Technically gifted. He's, he's got everything in the locker, um, and he must be something special. If, if Pep Guardiola, the, the millions that they've got, they can go out and spend in players. A young, a young lad for I think he's for Stockport, Stockport yeah. um, is in that starting eleven, and he's just a joy, a joy to watch. Do you know what I loved after the game as well? So Guardiola came on and he could have used any words to describe him, but he said in the first half he wasn't good. He wasn't doing what I asked him to do. There's a lot of there's a lot of improvement there needed from him in terms of tactical announcing the game. And again, that's brilliant. He's worked with the best. If there's one guy you want to learn for, it's Pep Guardiola. You know, the, think of the players that he's learned for that are similar to him. Fergie, David Silva. He looks very much like a David Silva type of player. But what I love about him as well is when he gets the ball, he looks to, he looks to try and set up or score. Mm. It's none of this play back, play safe. He's looking to make things. I'm going to be the guy at 20 year old in this big game that's going to make the difference between the two teams. And but what about the second half? I think it was the last few minutes. He's chasing back. I know. He's chasing back desperately. But he didn't get a Guardiola team if he didn't do that, Fergie. I just thought to myself, I, I just love seeing that. I mean, going forward, technically, he's on real side, yeah. you just says. But Again, I keep we keep mentioning it all the time that the dirty side of the game. There you've got a guy playing at the, the top level at a massive club and he's doing that dirty side at two minutes to go for his teammates. It's brilliant. That's the difference between between like a Man City and, and a Man United. It's how the it's how they work off the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you see Martial in that for me, 
didn't work anywhere near hard enough on the ball. That's why they kind of get close to Man City because under Guardiola, you kind of walk about. You need to sprint. Klopp was the same last year. Obviously, they've not been as good this year. And that's what I was going to say to you about Thiago. You know, for such a wonderful player, but Jinky presses like, like Liverpool do press. I don't think they're the same. I mean, he's he's an unbelievable yeah. player, but I, I don't think he's a Liverpool player. Nah, in terms of dogging about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the ball, I mean, he, he can pick a pass, he can do whatever he wants with the ball, but Liverpool just don't like, just don't look the same to me. I don't know whether it's because they're missing. Is it Man City's back. title, do you think, Barry? Yeah, yeah 100%, no question. Yep. 100%. Sai. Yeah, and amazing again to think they finished 18 points behind Liverpool last year. Mm-hmm. Bounce back. Go and sign a right top centre half in the boy Diaz. Again, yeah. makes a massive difference when you I think John Stones came on at a game as well. They two have been, been excellent for it. But it's so important to have that partnership at the back. We've said it all year. But look at John Stones, a lot was made of him, the mistakes mm-hmm. he was making. Look at him, everything's does the basics, brilliant, simple. Defends Mate, first and foremost. I seen an interview him at the weekend, and he says somebody says to him, "What what, what have you done to improve?" And he says, "I've just went back to basics. I need, I needed to do the basics better." Mm-hmm. And it, it's a massive thing in football, isn't it? Because he can play all day. Yeah. We, we all know he can pass the ball, um, but as a centre half, you need to be able to defend first and foremost. And I think since he's come back into the team, he's been exceptional as well. United fans' final point: they'll be kicking themselves. Last kick of the ball, virtually, wasn't it when Everton equalised? And uh, were they really contenders for it? Probably not. They're not going to have it, or are they? Because some good plays, nah. Cavani, a good goal. Nah, didn't work, work hard enough for me. Uh, I mean, it was going to be a big ask, um, but they're certainly improved this season. I, I'd be disappointed in the goalkeeper with the, the equaliser. I want my goalkeeper to come out and spread Smash himself. Him, How long is he going to stick with the hair? Because there's been, you know, for the last year or so, he's not been the keeper he was a couple of years ago. Yeah, but well, he, he was. Player of the Year, I think, three years yep. in a row for, yep. for Manchester United. Look, he said one of the, the seasons, it's like Alisson, Liverpool yep. goalkeeper, how good's he been? Mm-hmm. He's been, a, like, Alisson and, and Van Dijk mm-hmm. have re-energised that, that Liverpool team since uh, Klopp brought them in. Um, and last night, it wasn't like him, two mistakes, you think he would learn for the first mistake. But it's just one of the off nights. Who was your player of the weekend then, Si? You've, in uh, Scotland? Uh-huh, yeah, who would you say? I'm going to say but, Martin Boyle. Because I've said it, I said it on Saturday. I think he'd tell you himself he'd, he'd been off form for the last five or six weeks. You know, when this bit maybe gone, mm-hmm. he had to step up to the plate. And Fergie made a great point. I think he's better up top, especially with a guy like Deutsch who wins his fair share of flick-ons. Mm-hmm. I think Martin Boyle. That's perfect for Martin Boyle, a great foil who can do the dirty side of the game. He can run the channels, um, and he stepped up when Hibs have needed him in the biggest game uh, probably the season in terms of finishing third. So. Great to see Martin Boyle back because when he's in full flow, he's, he's hard to stop with the pace that he's got. And he's a great finisher as well, having played with him. He strikes a lovely ball, so I'm going to give it to Martin Boyle. He's two goals against Aberdeen, mm-hmm. took him on to nine. Barry, for you, player of the weekend? I'm going to go for the young lad Hamilton at, uh, Hamilton. at Hamilton. Aye. Yep, I, I was really impressed with him. Mm. I know he's had a, a tough time since he's come in. He'd been sent off a few times. <laughs> he just kept getting sent off, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought he was um, really good. I mean, he's only 18, he's still a, a kid. Um, and I thought he was I thought he was excellent yesterday for Hamilton and an honourable mention you know who I love David Turnbull oh, I thought Saturday yep. was excellent yep. I did for 60 mm-hmm. minutes he he just makes great decisions on the foot but I, I kind of remember him getting the ball away Paul and that's with playing forward passes and taking risks and he still manages to keep the ball simple when he needs to and then he when he's got space he, he, he looks to play that forward pass I can't get enough of him and he's delivery for he's set got pieces. a Celtic player in, he? <laughs> no, 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 player I gave in. Martin Boyle I gave no, Martin Boyle I was going yeah. to say Alan McGregor but do you know what I've mm. just became used to I expect that for Alan McGregor mm. But I, I, I did, I've got to be honest with you, I thought the young lad Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton was... at Hamilton sounds good. Closely followed by Alan McGregor. I think he was man of the match in many of the papers today in your own oh, paper. Yeah, there's no doubt about McGregor. it. He, he got Rangers um, 
at that point here's a, got, here's a, sorry yeah. I've got a question for him well we're going to have to do it oh, just sorry. after this break oh, no, don't go away we'll be right back The Bull Radio Football Show Thanks to Nancy for the business and the news and Chris on the traffic and travel. Listen, everyone, the yellow warning is very real. Take it easy. A few moments ago, Barry, I looked outside and saw we're close to the centre of Glasgow and it was really pretty heavy snow. Thankfully, it's off at the moment, but take care, everyone. Watch it tonight as you go home. If you're heading home from work or if your essential service is going out, take it easy. The snow is around. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just looked out the window there. It's it's lined, so hopefully we can go home or we're stuck in the studio all night. Could be worse though. Oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top team here, Sir Ant and Deck or the Justin and... Oh, Justin and Colin and Justin. Colin and Justin. Oh, that was a great yeah. show. On Saturday afternoon, somebody uh, that said... That was another one, my mate yeah. Texas. Did they? Yeah. Colin and Justin. <laughs> Thanks. Not one of you. Yeah. Who's a better looking one, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> Colin thinks so. <laughs> it's Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry and Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. The business programme, Go Business, yesterday morning with Hunter and Hockey was absolutely brilliant. Donald Martin, oh, wow. Paul Watterson was on and they took callers as well. It was a bit like the football show. Hello, what's your point there, caller? <laughs> it, was, it was good stuff. I yep. started listening yep. five minutes into my run. My calf exploded, so... Um, I wasn't too happy, so I've not listened to it all. Should fans be concerned? Rangers fans across the, the nation listening, are you going to be okay? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how, hopefully, be fit for the weekend. What, are you going to see a physio? We can't, no, no. Oh, no, you can. No. Just need to ice it. So that's the, the run stopped? Yep. You'll watch. Pit, get the caramel wafers away from <laughs> him by then. <laughs> I'll need to watch what I'm eating. Oh, wow, that's horrible, though, eh? Especially during this lockdown. You know, the one thing I look forward to during the day is a wee run. Uh, yeah. Get see, you out of the house for a new Exactly. That's what I'm going to miss Murder. But we'll, we'll see how it is That's what I'm going to miss He can run about his house So take him a minute to run round it true enough Yeah <laughs> Have you done what 10k today Si? I've done 10k today yep. I've done 9k I'm going to let you I've done applaud 9k applaud 45 minutes then Up the road Applaud Yeah Two podcasts in the radio So busy wow. day It's all go isn't it Here on the Go Radio Football Show Si Ferry Barry Ferguson You can we're taking your calls now 0808 17 17 700 I'm just looking at the socials there people are still going on about your clobber there uh, so have it. a look at yeah, like there, it, yeah there's a mix there's a mix reviews but you as know, always everyone will get it <laughs> can I ask Fergie a question yeah of course yeah in fact your question just before the news uh, has Hollander Hollander played the last few games Hollander Hollander yeah. sorry Highlander. I'm terrible Hollander <laughs> <laughs> has he played the last few games yep I prefer Balligan I'm going to be totally honest with you what, what do you think it's a t- I think certain games Hollander's suited to um, Balligan's quicker mm. There's no doubt about it um, And do you know what That's why the manager Probably goes between the two of them Certain games he thinks um, What do you think Callan does, does better? Reads a game Maybe I, reads a game I think better. he's a more natural defender Than, than Balligan Right Yep yeah, I think the thing that Balligan's got over Hollander Is his recovery mm-hmm. In terms of the ball Goes over the, the top He's He's got good pace To get back in That's the only Probably thing that I would say Hollander um, struggles with so I thought that's where Rangers struggle just that they bossed in the sides and he's better on the ball I, yeah. I think Balligan's a, a better footballer mm-hmm. I think Hollander's a better out and out defender mm-hmm. Scott what do you think a Rangers fan on from Falkirk hi Scott hi James how are you doing good yeah good been? thanks good evening to you what do you think Hollander or Balligan I, it's a difficult one to call I think it's horses for courses a little bit Balligan does tend to play if he's up against a a pacey man up top, but I think Hollander largely is a a better, more refined defender. Perhaps comes his time in Italian football, certainly. But I think Hollander's certainly a better defender. Right, so you're going for the Highlander, Big Highlander, Hollander there, the Sam Hugan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, but the good thing is, 
I suppose they've got options and it's worked well most of the season yeah but has that, that would be only as I said yesterday the only concern for the manager previously when he's went and changed the personnel and the, the team it's it's always um, worked yesterday I didn't think it did um, it was clear to see that obviously Jack and, and Davis were, were missed you've seen the difference when both of them come on and obviously the, the, the big call up top um, leaving Ruth out maybe because he, he's going to get a ban and as I said, I think Morelos, um, that's the thing that frustrates, mm. I think, not just the manager and his teammates, I think every Rangers fan. Um, we have been suspended, that's twice this season. I think Morelos and the Rangers team, I'll continue to say it, are a far better football team. Mm. I would see the next couple of games if Roof is going to be I'd play Scott Wright ahead of Eaton up front. Uh, do you know what? I was just a bit, I'm glad you mentioned him. I thought he looked really good yeah. when he came on. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see him in the Rangers jersey. I think he's. He's perfect for the way that, that Rangers play mm. uh, and he came on and I'm not surprised that he showed that kind of uh, self-confidence. Uh, he's he's confident confident in his own ability. Mm. Um, so I, I do think he'll be a, a really good um, Rangers player. Scott, what's on your mind tonight? Big thing for me from the, the game at Hamilton yesterday, Paul, was probably the fact that, I think Barry's indicated it there, that Stephen Gerrard looked to rest Stephen Davis and Ryan Jack, maybe with the, the hope that he he didn't have to involve either of them. I just wonder, moving forward, if there's a good chance you'll see at least one of them in the starting lineup each week until we get the, the league over the line now. Yep, Scott, I have no doubt. Um, if he's not going to play two of them, certainly one of them will be in the, the starting 11. Yeah. Um, I think he took the, the opportunity to rest. I think if you asked Davo himself at his age, he's, at, he's played a lot of football over the last couple of months. Um, obviously, with, with Ryan Jack being out injured, but now Jack's back. Uh, he'll either play two of them or most certainly one of them will be in the team I don't think he can take uh, the chance to leave um, both of them out um, that was proven yesterday uh, I, st- I still think Zungu's got to show a bit more mm-hmm. I-, I want to see a bit more there's certainly a player in there um, there's no doubt about it but that was a good opportunity for him yesterday um, to go and show and he never delivered and that that will be um, a concern for the manager Such an important position for Rangers that deep, who plays that deep line one you know, because why Goldson and Hollander or Balogun's been so good this year is because that player's just took the ball off them. They've not had to take risks and try play out and play through people. They've just popped the ball into Steve Davis or Ryan Jack and they've started the attacks for there. I see Zungu Sunday. Do you want the ball? You know, you want to see more desire for him to go and get on the ball and and start attacks for Rangers. You see the difference when Jack came on under pressure. He's going to take the ball in his own box. He's turning people, he's playing, and then he's running and getting it again. And then you see him on the edge of the box. He just controlled the game, Fergie. And when Davis came on, what for me he's got over Jack is that pass that makes a goal. You know, I like Jack in terms of his work rate and how he's neat and tidy, but Davis, for me, is the one midfielder at Rangers that can play that killer pass. And I think they really miss that. Especially when teams are sat in against you. Davis is the one that can get the ball at his feet and play a nice pass over the top. What, what I will say in Jungu's defence is he's not played a lot of football. No. Mm. So, you know what it's like, it's, it's okay training every single day. Um, and Sai will agree with me here. Playing 90 minutes is a lot different. Um, so he's not had a lot of time, maybe a bit rusty. Um, but still, I, I wanted to see a bit more. At a, in times I've seen signs that there is a player in there. But see, um, these big clubs, Fergie, sometimes you only get that one chance yeah. and you need to take it. You know, you look at Sorrow. You heard the manager say before the game, he's trained really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get that opportunity, you've got to go and show that you're not going to miss a Ryan Jack or a Stephen Davis. But there's there's no doubt in my mind Rangers need that central midfielder who's going to dictate and run the game and, 
and control the game. See when, and that's see when, what both Jack and hmm. Davis can do. See when they're not playing Fergie, I'd play Kamara as a sitter. Hmm. I think I, Kamara's got in at the going play there. Yeah, he's got it in them, but I prefer him a wee bit forward. Yeah. Kamara. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think I think in time he will become a holding midfielder, but I think there's more. Mm. Got his game. Yep, you get more from him when he's a bit more further forward. Scott, you'll be expecting a reaction then on Saturday against Kilmarnock. Yeah, you'd think so. I think um, I think the reaction sort of post match from from Alan McGregor would suggest that that reaction will definitely come. He was he was clearly raging at the end, and and rightly so. Uh, so yeah, I mean they've got a, a week to sort of um, think about it now. And uh, a week to probably get a little bit angry about it, so I fully expect a reaction at the weekend. No question. This was your manager after the game. Disappointed in the all-round performance, but I should be happy really taking a point from this game because we didn't deserve anything. Credit to Hamilton, really got in amongst us today, stopped us playing our normal game, it really made it difficult for us, and uh, had the best chances throughout the game. So credit to Brian and his team. I'm actually relieved we're going away from this game with a point. Relieved going away with a point. He was really honest uh, about it, and here's uh, the goalkeeper who was probably man of the match. So most of the game over. Very, very poor. Worst I've seen us. A good bit of play for our goal, but apart from that, not a lot you can take for that. Didn't look like we wanted to win again. The Hamilton looked more a threat than us, uh, which is really disappointing. All credit to them, though, but we were just so poor today. Scott, final thought from you. Yeah, final thought. I don't think you can be overly too critical on on the guys after the performance at the weekend. I mean, they're they're a good bit ahead now. It was a slip-up. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Everyone expects us to go there and get three points, probably comfortably. Um, It hasn't happened that way, but we still have a a huge amount of daylight between now and and ideally getting that 55th league championship. Yeah, I I think the big disappointment from, obviously, you heard the manager and and Griegsy and and obviously Scott there and the the vast majority of Rangers fans have become used to Rangers playing that well Mm. this season because let's be honest with you, the level of consistency that they've showed this season has been brilliant. Um, There's been a couple of instances St Mern, um in the League Cup, uh, League Cup quarter-final it was disappointing to go out but they responded in the right manner we're getting the result against Murnau at the weekend and now I've no doubt in my mind they'll be in uh, the training ground the day they'll have a quick chat they'll debrief it and I'm sure training will be in fire this week and they'll be ready to go come Kilmarnock because the best thing to do is you want a game as quickly as possible mm-hmm. when you don't perform and you get a wee bit of criticism because let's be honest with you they've not had any criticism this year because their form's been exceptional they'll be ready they'll be chatting at the bit of going Saturday believe me It was similar to the Motherwell first half though wasn't it? The Hamilton first half mm-hmm. very much playing to feet and then the second half they came out and if I'm right Hellander turned it twice for Kent over the top and they yep. looked but then they, they, then they went back to they all coming to feet again mm-hmm. And that's where Rangers have been good They should have learnt for it Whereas I, I thought After the twice That Hellander put in well, That's working Just keep doing it mm. But also see, It seemed like They just wanted to go back To this Playing through But that, that's not what to do Go and just keep turning them You know what I love But a, a plus for me Is when the manager comes out And he's very honest In his assessment of the game And so is Griggsy that, that tells me That they're not going to Let That'll it slip fixed. The standards Right Do you know what We've let it slip today It's not going to happen again Celtic have probably left it too late. Scott, thanks very much for calling. Thanks, Jim. Cheers. Thank you. On the line now, Matt from Belfast. Matt, good evening. How's it going? Um, All right, Matt. Yeah, we're, we're fine, Matt. So good. You're a Celtic fan. Are they breaking your heart when you see Rangers slip up yesterday? You think, what might have been? It's so... That's one of the reasons I'm phoning up. It's so... What, looking around the SPI yesterday, it's so frustrating that... Um, I, what, what my point was, like, you know, Rangers slip up in October. You know, Celtic needed, if they had made a change, you know, Celtic needed Rangers to drop four points 
They've dropped that, you know, by now. You know, if Celtic had made the necessary change when it was needed, things could be so much different. If they had a, hadn't wanted to buy, things could be so much different, but it's all treated with a shooter now, like. Mm. Yeah, but... Um, and do you mean the change of manager? Change of manager, change... Just something, you know, even not, not even then change of manager, because... I've sort of been on here saying, you know, I, I was yeah. back, I was what I was back in that end of the hill. Even, you know, you know, playing in Shaman games, you know, when he wasn't tracking back, he didn't look interested. You know, yeah. David Turnbull sitting on the bench for four months. Mm. Is Mario Soro sitting on the bench for four mm. months? You know, they were necessary changes that could have sparked us in the life a bit earlier. Yeah. Well, Matt, you're right, because Barry Ferguson was saying, look, look, Celtic will come back. You know, this is a few months ago, the wounded animal... They could get better. They could go on a run, but it never happened. Yeah. And Rangers were absolutely relentless. Yeah, no credit must go to Rangers, but I just think you know Celtic had just made you know, brought those players in area. A bit of pressure. You never know what could happen. You know, I'm not saying they would have they would have capitulated or anything, but you just don't know now. You know, it, it could have been so much different, especially watching them draft points yesterday. Although I thought Hamilton were brilliant. Mm, you know, yeah. as much as Rangers drop points, I thought Hamilton played really, really well. I'm sort of watching Rangers games and hope at the minute to drop points. <laughs> but, uh, um, but my, my point I was going to make is um, just wanting to see what, what you thought. Um, I was looking at the SPL yesterday. Like, I'm a Celtic fan, but I'm a Scottish football fan as well. You know, and Matt, see if you've got a general point, can you hold on for just a moment? Yeah. We need a break. Don't yeah. go away. We're back with Matt yeah. after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. I thought we were great for 70 odd minutes. The Motherwell goal sort of changed the psychology of the game, which it, which it does in football. But I think we thoroughly deserved the win. You know, we're a little bit anxious towards the end. Overall, it was a very good performance. That was Neil Lennon after the 2 1 win against Motherwell on Saturday. They play St Mirren in Paisley on Wednesday night, Livy against Hamilton and Kilmarnock against Motherwell. On the line, as you know, is Matt in Belfast. Matt, thanks for holding on. What is it you wanted to yeah. ask Sai and Barry? So um, just looking around the SPL there uh, at the weekend, just I think the, the main reason Celtic have sort of not had the heights last year is mainly down the recruitment. When you look at who could have been available, I just want to know what you think. Like watching the Celtic game, you know, you Tony Watt up front from Motherwell. Like you can't tell me that he's any worse than Albion Eddy or Patrick Samala for Celtic. Just one example, you know, they've went and got. John Joe Kenny from Aberton. It looks like a short, a great player, but mm-hmm. a short-term stopgap. And you've maybe got the boy. Is it Sean Rooney from St Johnston? Mm-hmm. Like he looks, he looks a right player. And um, I'm just thinking, you know, Celtic, the, the, the my favourite and the, well, the best Celtic team I think in my league team sort of pushes on needs is when they had sort of Scottish based players. You know, mm-hmm. Boy Robson and Paul Hartley in centre midfield, Gary Caldwell and Presley at centre half. You know, I think they've tried to. I don't know who's advising them to go and spend all these big money, but I just think all right. if I had a look closer to home, you know, you know, things could have been different. Right, let's put those points. You've, you've suggested a few there. Um, what, uh, what? Tony, what? No, for me, if I'm being totally honest, a lot of time for Tony. I think he's got, I think he's a talented player, but I think, I think if you look at Tony's goal record in the last five years, you know, I think you need a better goal record than that if you're going to play up front for Celtic. Uh, Sean Rooney, I've not seen enough of him. You know, I think the boy McNamara played the, the early part of the season at St Johnston. I really liked him. He'd be one I'd maybe look at because I thought I was really impressed with him. 
kind of similar player to what Neil Lennon likes but again I agree I think there's plenty of talent in the SPL you only need to look at Glenn Kamara going to Rangers for Dundee at 50 grand the two that I would look at and who I really like is Kevin Nisbet as I've said before you look at his record 13 goals 12-13 goals in his first year in the SPL Fergie says there's still a rawness there so he can improve and the other one's Doig at Hibs as well the left back I really like him 19 year old he looks very confident in his ability I judge him on the big games I think he always does well against Celtic and Rangers so they'd be two that if I was looking at it from Celtic's point of view that I would try and try and go for I, I think there's a lot of good players that need the opportunity yeah. to go and um, play with the old firm I mean I've just written a couple of, you've mentioned Nisbet and, and Doig I really like that boy then you've got Alan Campbell at Mother who I think can go up a Similar level Brownie, isn't he? Like a young Scott Brown yeah, kind you've of, yeah. got my nephew Lewis up at Aberdeen you've got young Ali McCann at St Johnson mm. um, so you don't want to see these young young players move out of the league and go down south what happened with Lyndon Dykes who came for the the championship up to Livingston and done really well so I mean look what Rangers have just done they've went and they've went to Aberdeen and got Scott Wright 23 so there's good players that can come and definitely do a job for the old firm there's no doubt what about, about Hamilton it. Hamilton at Hamilton yep yep I, I wouldn't young Jamie Hamilton's again I know he had a tough start to get sent off a few times but look at his performance yesterday mm. against uh, uh, Rangers I, I thought he was excellent so there, there's good young players up here who just need that chance I, I don't think enough of them are given the chance to go and, and show what they can do at the old firm you think too quickly um Heads of recruitment go abroad. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of Clamalla there, and I know what you're saying, and Tony Watt. All the, the all the talent in, in the world, but it's a good question, isn't it? Tony Watt, Motherwell. Or... I, I think Nisbet's a, a prime example yeah. where Birmingham come in and uh, was it three, three million? million. Yeah. yeah. Now I think he's still raw. I still think there's a lot to come out of him. Mm-hmm. He's ideal for a Celtic or Rangers. Go and take that opportunity. Um, is it a gamble? I don't think it is a gamble. And I look at Lyndon Dykes as well. A million pound down mm-hmm. to QPR. Um, again, I know he's, he's no Scottish, he's Australian, but he's only 23. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen these guys stay in the league and be given the opportunity because the last thing you want to see is the best young ones leave the league and yeah. go down south. Yeah, another thing I like about Nisbet is he's proved this year he can play in a two or a one. See, like I know a team that know their set system, they don't, they, they flip and change a lot. So Nisbet is one that can go and play up himself and he can play up in a two. And another thing that I think he does really well that Celtic forwards haven't done this year is he works his backside off and getting the ball back and he actually goes and presses defenders and he bashes them about I think Celtic need a centre forward a big imposing centre forward that goes and puts himself about I don't think they've had it for a while um, and, and for that reason this would be a no-brainer for me I think it's a good market up here Yeah, I'll be honest with you Matt what do you think of that? Kevin Nesbitt? Yeah yeah, I'd love Kevin Nesbitt I think he's a great player it was sort of just two examples huh? but I was just looking good. sort of around there was, yeah. there was loads of players I was going he would do a job for Celtic he would do a job and like the other one was, you know, the goalkeeping situation. Dundee United, are you going to say the Dundee United goalie? Joe Dundee United keeper, or yeah. another one, I think he's a Rangers fan, but a, a keeper I absolutely love, has since he's Xander Clark at St. Johnson, mm. I think he's brilliant. You know, but I don't know if he becomes Celtic, I think he is a Rangers fan, he comes from a Rangers sort of family, I just judging by like his brother on Twitter and stuff, but um, but he, I think he's amazing as well and mm. you know if they were to go and get the Dundee United keeper or the Seahawks keeper you're probably talking a quarter of the price that Bark has cost and they, would, they know the league already you know there's, I just think they should have looked closer to home you know it's, mm-hmm. but it's all kind of where they should have I, you know Closer to home, I've said it millions of times, but David Marshall was a no, yeah. was a no, no. brainer. But that's what's breaking Matt's heart. That's yeah. what he was saying to Ali when he came on. I, uh, I think in terms of Celtic, you know, there's going to be a big recruitment drive come the summer. 
Look up here there, there is some players That I think I'm not saying They're going to become Celtic players But they've uh, they need given the opportunity What about Neil At Hibs I know I'm picking a lot of Hibs players But I really like Neil But the, I'll, I'll use one Look at David Turnbull A lot of people are like mm, I'm not sure he's paying £3 million mm-hmm. Look at him he's, For me We watched it That's two weeks in a row We've watched him yeah. For me He's been Celtic's best player Player he's the, the one, Celtic yep. He's the one That can go and make a difference And it's just been proven That if you go To the clubs run about your league There is good players available Centre back's a big one for me I think they need to get A right good centre back I like the boy McCarthy St Man, mm-hmm. is it Connor McCarthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does well for St Man next to Shaughnessy. Uh-huh. I really like him, young boy. Likes to defend. I think Celtic need to get a defender that actually likes to defend. Mm-hmm. You see the difference it makes with Welsh. who wants to get tight and physical with people. You know, Iron Julian for me are very much. What what can we do on the ball instead of can we stop the other team from scoring? A big nasty centre half. I think Celtic should be looking for in the summer. Matt, what about Lewis Ferguson? Barry mentioned him earlier. Well, he's always mentioned, uh-huh. isn't he? Really good young player. You need to find a new house, that's the only problem, right? You need to find somewhere else to stay. Matt. Barry would disown him, I think, but um, he's, he, Lewis Ferguson's one of my. I, I really rate him. I think him and your boy Hedges up at Aberdeen, yeah. I think them, those two sort of, when they, they came out of Aberdeen stayed, anything to do, or when I think Ferguson had to play, did he have to play up front a couple of games? Mm-hmm. And um, I just think when they lose his drive, you know, they're not the same team, the same are Hedges, and. But yeah, I would take Ferguson as well. And so going on size point over the centre half, like I know he's got his, you know, he's still got a lot to learn. But I would bite your hand off for Ram for Porteous off his. Mm-hmm. I just think he's aggressive. He's nasty. He's he's got a lot lot to learn in terms of he gets into one to one battles too much. But I just think, you know, Julian and Julian tries to he tries to be a ball player first. You know, I think Saudi need someone in the mould of, you know, going back to like Stephen Presley. You know, that those days. You know. Not great players as such. I need, uh, Matt, I need to stop you on that point. I can't have you saying Stephen Presley. Sorry, mate. <laughs> he's, he's one of my favourite ever players. Of Sally, mate. No, Was like, he? What I'm saying is like, I thought you stopped drinking during the week, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, um, but, you know, that, that, that sort of elk and like Gary Colwell, you know, boys that weren't, you know, brilliant footballers, but boys that just, they were just, they knew what meant, they were just nasty centre halves. You know, that's what Sally are really missing. I think I think Port- so, yeah. yeah, I think Port- it would suit Porte is going to a bigger club because I think he I think he's in a comfort zone at Hibs and that's why he makes mistakes. Uh, I, I, I think, think he, he needs finds to it learn, too easy. Yeah, he tries right. to step he's over. He's a bit too like just chill out a wee bit. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. He, he's still again it's similar to Nisbet in terms of his raw. I still think he needs to. He's got a lot of learning to do, but I d- there's definitely potential in Portis. So basically, Sai, you're saying Celtic should buy Hibs because you mentioned the <laughs> whole team there. Mentioned it. Yeah, no, but it's only examples. No, I don't think Newell or that would take, but I take Dodge and I would definitely take Nisbet. Yeah, I like your boy. Dodge has been a real find. Eighteen yeah. year old. He's um, he's impressed me every time I've seen Hibs, um, and he's quite physical mm. as well for mm-hmm. he, for his age, and they're still. Still a lot of growing to be done in that young kid as well. Matt, what's the best you can hope for? Is it to narrow the gap to something respectable? Narrow the gap, and is the Scottish Cup? Uh, you know, maybe win the Scottish Cup, but uh, I don't know. Is that even? Is that I, my head sort of frazzled? Is that uh, is that continuing? Like, is it going to be? You know, well, Scottish Cup. I haven't, what round are we on? Sure. <laughs> Good question. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? That's right. The games are going way behind. But I mean, the ruling body is the SFA. I would be surprised if they don't 
have the Scottish Cup somehow. They'll have to make it work. Yeah, yeah they you will know, the TV, uh, won't they? The well, TV they, money. they will. And also, the, the, you know, the cup games go ahead of league games. So, Plus, there's still a, a, yeah. a few lower league clubs in there that yeah. have got the potential mm. to go and further. And that, that means extra revenue coming mm. into their clubs. So I think it's important to try and find that a way um, to try and get it finished. Matt, thanks very much for calling. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. Matt, in uh, Belfast, I don't know if it's snowing there, it is in Glasgow. It's stopped at the moment, guys, which uh, helps you. But take it easy wherever you are uh, around the west of Scotland tonight. There's a yellow weather <laughs> warning. Um, that isn't snow on my shoulder, by the way. It's just dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> so Rangers got another few days off. They play Kelly on Saturday. Celtic, I've got St. Johnson on Sunday. But before that, they're at St. Mirren. So St. Mirren, Celtic, Barry. That's, uh, that's a tough one. It's a good game to look forward to. It's the sky match uh, on the grass. It's not artificial pitch, as we know. Um, what do you reckon? You'll be on on Wednesday night, mind you. But uh, looking forward to that one? Yeah, it's one that... Celtic are not looking forward to, to going to St Man. There's um, obviously a couple of weeks back, St Man beat them. Um, and again, another great result for St Man um, against Kilmarnock. So they'll be full of confidence. Um, and it's a place where it's tight. Mm. The pitch is not going to be exactly a bowling green. So it's, that'll be a tough night for Celtic for me. Yeah, it'll be a hard one. But if they play like they play Saturday, it'll be a totally different Celtic team to the one that St Man beat. You know, I've, I mentioned it a lot. Beaton and Duffy will not be playing centre half. I think that's suited St. Man. I think that's why he went with quick players up top. You know, again, as I say, with Iron Duff, uh, Iron Welsh in there, it makes a massive difference. And I fully expect Celtic to go and press them high up the pitch, which again they never done when St. Man beat them. Um, if Celtic turn up and play the way they played against Motherwell for the first sixty minutes, they should have too much for St. Man. If they don't and and they don't play at that tempo, then it'll be a tough night. Is it no worry the way they react after getting that goal against them? Yeah. I mean, they just they, they totally went against the way they were playing the first sixty-five minutes. But that that comes for, and that's when I'm a defensive for, thing, Ferry. But it's, when you've got the bullets, I, but then you're looking for people on the, the pitch to say, right here, calm down, it's only yeah. a goal. You know what I mean? Let's get the ball down and start doing what we were doing before that. But it seemed that they just started falling back deeper and deeper, and that gave muddle that gave muddle confidence for me. Mm-hmm. At the weekend, Abika. It was McAllister first half and then Obika in 61 minutes good to see him getting a goal Si yeah John's doing well isn't he I think he was uh, he's kind of had a mixed spell up at Sitman but listen I've played with him one thing he is he's an athlete Paul. he looks after himself he doesn't drink he's a guy that turns up every day and gives his best no he is as I say he's in great nick mate oh. honestly like, you should see him he's top off it would send you wild but runs the channels really well and what he's doing now is he's adding goals to his game so I'm delighted that John's doing well um, and he's a handful he has a handful for centre halves alright so do you know where <laughs> he's, 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 he's top off Listen. I don't even think about him when he's no, top off but how does that come into your mind no but just it's only because I've seen him and how impressive it is where, where did you play with him at? Swindon Sai never looked at the goal once but he ran the channels all the time I'm going to ask you because you're not on Wednesday Kelly Motherwell who's going to win Kelly Motherwell oh Motherwell yeah, Motherwell yeah. Livy against Hamilton Livy Livy and St Mirren Celtic Celtic you say you think we're Celtic Barry we'll see you on Wednesday at 5 yes look forward to it and tomorrow night Rob is on Rob McLean in the chair with Stephen Cragen and Simon Donnelly we'll see you then The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go